my first time working at Roy's, I served Tom Hanks, Miley Cyrus, Jordan Sparks. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, Jason Derulo. Um, now, if that happened at Applebee's, like, you can, as a server, you could be like, Holy Wilson! Crap. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Apron Podcast. Today, we have a special show today. So, for our appetizer, we have a good friend of ours, Noah Sassman. For our entree, we're going to be talking what it's like about serving... Uh, in a restaurant dealing with drama that happens inside of a restaurant and for our dessert we played this before would you rather so it'll be a good show but introducing on tap noah sassman how are you doing buddy uh thank you john i'm doing very well how are you doing pretty awesome man it's it's been for people that that don't know it's been a month since we uh filmed our, our latest episode like, everything going on and stuff like that we were kind of like okay let's Take a little bit of time, but I mean, we're back, so... Uh, getting back in it. Getting back in, into it. So you served... So, I'm sorry, where did you begin in, in the food industry? So it first started at Taco Bell when I was 16. Okay. Um, I like sat in the Taco Bell waiting for my mom to come pick me up for weeks, and the manager just came up to me and was like, hey, man, do you just want a job? Uh, so I started off there, and I was like a cashier, and then I went on to the drive through and then line cook. And uh, Taco Bell was okay. It was a fun time. Stuff um, wasn't too much drama, and just cleaned and yeah. So, so from from there, though, like uh, your your next job after Taco Bell, like so uh, after Taco Bell, um, I worked there for about nine months. Okay, and I took a gap in between working like the restaurant bin, uh, industry. I just kind of focused on high school and stuff. And uh, then December of 2011 is when I started working at Applebee's. It was the one surprise, mm. and. Um, that was where I worked as car side to go. And so that was kind of my first introduction to like serving a little bit. Yeah. So it wasn't tables, but it was like taking people's orders, getting all the food ready, taking out to the cars, making tips. That fast pace, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Real fast pace. Sometimes like dude, car side to go, I'd make, I've made $180 just because it's, it's moving. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I have like seven orders going at once. Um, and while working there, I worked as a host, I worked, you know, as an expo, a line cook, prep cook, um, dishwasher. I uh, worked every position besides a server there mm. uh, and a bartender, obviously, um, just because I wasn't of age. So, because yeah. you had to be 19 at the time. So, I worked there for a long time. And uh, then I ended up moving on to Roy's in Desert Ridge. And that was like a higher end kind of uh, restaurant for those of you who don't know what Roy's is. Um, and, you know, we had like, you know, crummers where you have to scrape crumbs off tables. And there I was a server assistant. So I was just... Well, is, is that like where like... So you said crummers. I, I went to like a fine dining restaurant in, in California. And they literally had like this like small middle thing that they use. Yep. And then they have an iron. And I'm like... I'm like what? Yeah, no. I, I've I was never like, heard of this. I looked at my wife. I'm like, I think we're in the wrong place. <laughs> this might be... <laughs> like an iron to like get the wrinkles out? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we, it's crazy. We didn't have anything that classy. But uh, we had like little, so like the little metal scrapers and then like mm. curved a little bit. And so after every course, you take the, the crummer and you scrape off all the crumbs and all the debris that, you know, or trash that someone left behind, which is always a ton. Um, and you get rid of it. But yeah, that goes in between every single course. And as a server assistant, that was like my main job, like busting the tables, giving them waters, giving them their initial uh, free appetizer, which at, uh, at Roy's it was like edamame, you know, some dude like bread and stuff. Um, and then after that, I joined the military. And while in the military uh, in San Diego, I started working at Applebee's again in San Diego. And I uh, worked there for a couple months as a host, mm-hmm. just because they didn't have any other positions open and their car side wasn't as popular. So I wasn't getting a lot there. 
Um, and then I realized that they had a Roy's in San Diego and that's when I went to the Roy's in San Diego and I worked there. Um, worked there for about a year and a half while I was in the military. And then when I got out, I uh, worked at Culinary Dropout, mm-hmm. which is in Tempe. That was an amazing location. I loved that restaurant experience. I love the name Culinary Dropout. Like, uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's just kind of like edgy it a little ca- bit. It catches you, yeah. Yeah, and like, they, like I'm a dropout, so I'm like perfect. Yeah, like <laughs> that's all me. <laughs> um, like the food was just like you know off the wall stuff. So it had like a real like culinary and like creative. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's it called? A style to it, I guess. Yeah. But then it had that like that like bar like attitude too. So it was like real great food. So you'd have like a regular bar burger, but it ended up having like a pretzel bun, you know, and have like like all the sauces made in house, you know, like so it was gourmet, real, like style. Yeah. Gourmet yeah. style to it. Um, and then, so there I was a bar back and a server. So, so you went from Applebee's like, which I meant is a fine establishment to like a really kind of like a higher end. Yeah. Like, it's where you go to meet yeah. women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use the internet for, uh, for that one. Uh, but, um, yeah. So like, I don't know. I've only worked in like what one type of restaurant, like my, my whole time, mm-hmm. Italian restaurant. Is it intimidating going from like you know like an Applebee's to a, a place like Roy's? A little bit, just because like the 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 guests that you end up getting uh, or customers. Um, sorry, you know the restaurant industry has me like tuned to say guests <laughs> instead of customers. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like you know, I, at my first time working at Roy's, I served Tom Hanks, Miley Cyrus, Jordan Sparks. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, What's his name? Um, Jason Derulo. Um, now, if that happened at Applebee's, like you can, as a server, you could be like, Holy "Wilson," <laughs> you know, like like yeah. you're 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 expected to act a certain way when you see these celebrities. Yeah, versus when, the high end. Yes. Yeah, you yes, you know, yes, Mrs. Sparks or um, yes, Mr. Hanks. You know, can I get you more water? And that's it. You know, and uh, Miley Cyrus was like the most interesting because that's when she was kind of going through her. Um, Bangers like tour and stuff like that. The the whole so rebellion she was, stage. So she had just gotten proposed to by um, what's his name? The guy she made the song about, where uh, Wrecking Ball about Tom Hanks. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, she, man, it's like William Hensworth or something okay, like yeah. that. Um, so she just gotten proposed to by him, and that was also the first time I ever saw her with short hair. So mm-hmm. like all on TV, she was Hannah Montana. She had her long hair. I think she had just turned into Miley Cyrus and stuff, um, or took the role as Myers Cyrus and um you know there too like that that whole experience was pretty interesting you know so I had some servers saying like dude we think she's coked out right now like all this different stuff I wasn't too sure you know I, I don't know yeah. you, you look at them and you're like I'm coked out right now like what, what, <laughs> yeah like uh, you guys aren't on coke like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah come on I how bought guys, it from her guys how do you guys get through it <laughs> um dude what was also interesting um I knew she was only 20 at the time but, you know, when Miley Cyrus comes in and she asks for an alcoholic beverage, you know, you yeah. give Miley Cyrus, Cyrus, you give Miley Cyrus yeah. the alcoholic beverage, you know, like whatever she asks for. Um, We're going to get a restaurant closed down t- tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, 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 don't, I don't remember who the server was, so it doesn't matter. But um, so, yeah, that was a really cool experience. That was actually during Muhammad Ali's uh, fight night, celebrity fight night. So that's why all the celebrities were there. Yeah. Muhammad Ali was supposed to be there. Um, but you know, he was having a really bad Parkinson's, uh, breakout at the time and stuff. Uh, RIP Muhammad Ali. The um, greatest of all time. All time. And, uh, so yeah, so working at Roy's and like, you know, working or serving those type of people completely different than, than at Applebee's, you mm-hmm. know, where I'm serving people who are usually trying to put hair in their food to get out of a check, you know? So <laughs> like, 
Um, you, you deal with the Karens at Applebee's. You deal with like you know like the actual people that yeah. that Karen's husband works for or something. Yeah, exactly. Like that. But don't don't get it wrong though. Those people will they'll they'll make complaints about. Oh, yeah. I had people. So when you're working in fine dining, like you have to serve a certain way. I forget if it was like on the left and then clear on the right. Mm-hmm. You know and. Um, again, crumb after every meal, making sure their waters are filled after they're three quarters, uh, like three quarters full, you fill it up that extra yeah. quarter. Um, so I had people who were like, you know, not everyone here is done. Why are you clearing my plate? You know, cause everyone's, once everyone is finished is when you start to clear the food. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to clear it beforehand. Oh shoot. I fuck up that all that all the time. Then. Oh, <laughs> Somebody's yeah. done. I fucking take, uh, oh shit. I'll take their cups away from them. Oh, you know, I, I did it good. anyways. I was like, dude, this guy's already done with his food and like it's clean and yeah. he's got to push forward. I'm going to take the plate. Um, but you know, some people, they would complain about it. That's true. Um, and then also working at the Roy's in, um, in San Diego during Comic-Con, I served Stan Lee, um, RIP the legend. Yeah. RIP the legend. Uh, Stan Lee. Um, so have you guys seen workaholics? Yeah. So not the main guy who did a movie with Zac Efron. Adam DeVamp or whatever. Yeah. Not him. Um, the curly hair of the tall one. The other two and the drug dealer uh, from the show. <laughs> How do you take those guys seriously? Like, you know, Dude, like, they, like they walk in and you have to call them sir. You're like, you were just like, you know, smoking weed. The San weed, Diego like, the- location was a lot more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we could have our sleeves rolled up a little bit. We weren't supposed to, I don't think. But the general manager at the time, he didn't really care. He actually, um, I think he was asked to resign. Um, but Was it the sleeves? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was just relaxed in a lot of different areas. But yeah. uh, super cool guy and I liked it. But... Um, so when I was serving them, I remember even asking the guy who plays Durr, um, I was like, dude, you know, I'm like, what's it like, man? Just having people come up to you all the time. Like, do you ever get sick of it? And he's like, dude, not one bit. He's That's like, awesome, he's like, I love it. He was a super cool guy. Both of them ended up going to the kitchen, taking pictures with all the cooks and or chefs. Oh, and cool. yeah, yeah, it was super cool. Real, real engaging group. Um, voice for Patrick Starr and SpongeBob. That guy came in. Um, that's funny. Like uh, that—that's something that you have to hear from the grapevine. Like where, oh yeah, they're they're coming in because you can't see their face and be like, that's fuck. Like, oh, you, you might you might, you might hear there. You just hear, dude. They're at this table. They're oh, at shit, table yeah. sixty four. You gotta go. <laughs> Everyone's go fucking like looking, peeking like around the corner. Like that's him. That's dude, him. I guess the server. SpongeBob's actually, a lot different on TV than he is. Like right the here, server, yeah. I guess, got him to like put his order in using SpongeBob's voice. No. So <laughs> it's just like that's just a cool experience as a server too. Like having SpongeBob order the food. Um, but yeah, so like working in those locations, completely different than Applebee's. Applebee's, you know, the standards are a lot lower um, when it comes to like memorizing ingredients. Because, you know, as a server, you have to know like, oh, what's in this sauce? What's in this? I'm sure. I mean, you should. Like you should. I don't. But like you okay. should. No. Okay. It's, ex- it's expected, but. Well, dude, so like when I was. But John. No, yeah. <laughs> everyone not John does, does, you know, does, but John doesn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, when I was there, you had to know. I was a food runner at Roy's. Yeah. So I had to know all the ingredients that go in all the sauces, be aware of any allergies that could happen, how it's cooked to make sure that, you know, it doesn't come into contact with, let's say, shellfish or something mm-hmm. and someone has a shellfish allergy. Just like higher standards, like, like a, a, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like all restaurants kind of share like similar beliefs in that too, but like other restaurants just enforce it a lot like harder. Like in, at, at that high end restaurants, you're not going to see somebody slip up on that. Like I meant, like you said, you were a server's assistant. Mm-hmm. That's something that, that I've never like heard about. Like, a, like it's pretty a, much a glorified busser. 
That's yeah. that's pretty much all it is. And then you refill waters, and you know you. Dude, you also have. Can you imagine if somebody refilled like waters for us? Uh, dude, that that, is, that would make my job ninety percent easier. Oh like, yeah, like we like definitely. We moved on from like like we ha- used to have these like big plastic cups, and then we moved on to these tiny like little like, they look like fucking shot glasses. One person takes a sip, and you're like, oh, come on, yeah, keep on ref- refilling the waters and stuff. And and there's some things that you can't. Do. I can't leave a pitcher like at, at a table, even though mm-hmm. like. You know th- that one person is like fucking drinking water like he's a camel, and I'm like, dude, I I'm now like suffering from other people because of things like that. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's like something that just uh. Well, and then you also have to go around and find these pitchers that all the other servers haven't kept refilling. So you're like, oh, yeah. now I gotta go back to the kitchen and refill. This and there's pitcher. people like me that hide them. Like I'll be like, I'll know. Michael. Oh yeah, yeah dude, I know I Michael's working. I'm like oh, every yeah. server. Oh, no, yeah, I, think I, I hide them like where he doesn't go. And he's like, where the fuck is the pitcher? So I'm like, I don't know. Where can I put this pitcher so no other server finds it? And I can always water my tables. Yeah, dude, every, I think almost every server does it. Maybe I'm not speaking for you, but yeah, I always did that, especially when I was working and serving at culinary. You know, it was actually interesting. When I started serving at culinary, their standards for training was so much more in-depth than Roy's. Yeah. And it's interesting because Roy's being, you know, a, a high-end place. I mean, it's not crazy high-end to where it's like $100 a plate, but, you know, they had plates that were $60, you know, and on average, they're about 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was working at culinary dropout, they wanted the same thing. Like, but before you can even get certified as a server, you had to have all that stuff memorized. Yeah. While when I worked at Roy's and I was a food runner, you know, it was more so like, yeah, you need to know it, just learn it as you're going kind of thing. But they wouldn't even let you serve tables if you didn't know that stuff yeah. at culinary dropout. Well, which is funny. Cause like, I mean, anybody can, can read up on things and like, you know, like pass, like I'm so good at taking tests. Like, like literally like when, when I went to college, like I was like, man, like, I don't know how, like, I, I wouldn't study, you know, like, but like, you know, I would like, like read the back of like the, the notes and stuff like that. And then I would take the test. Cause I, I just feel like some people are just good at tests. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I look at an answer. I'm like, Oh, there's two wrong for sure. And then there's one that's kind of in between. I just kind of have to fit to see what Dude, a lot of these were like fill in the blanks. Yeah. So you had like, it just says write down all the meats that we have on the charcuterie or charcuterie, charcuterie board. It's a weird word, man. I'm, I can't, I'm not too, I'm not cultured enough to pronounce it, but so you had to name all the different types of meats and then you had to name what the difference between the meats were Yeah. and you had to know where they came from. Uh, um, if, if it's not multiple choice, I have no chance. Oh, dude. I, I have it z- zero rough. chance. I'm like, like, the spelling count? Yeah, and you spelled your name wrong, John. I'm like, it's hard, man. Dude, sometimes I forget the H, yeah. man. Um, <laughs> freaking. It's a silent H, guys. Okay? It's, it's silent. silent. Yeah. It's silent. <laughs> so, at Culinary, though, like, even though you're doing the test, because I was already a bar back there, I already knew a lot of the servers. And, you know, you keep your tests and stuff. So, a lot of servers will help you out, especially if you're cool with them. So I, I got like a whole bunch of like the old tests and stuff. And so I knew, all right, what are the answers? What are the questions that they're going to ask? What do I need to memorize exactly uh, in order to get certified? Um, yeah, those tests were in depth. They were crazy. Like it, well, it blew my mind how in depth they yeah. were. I, I guess Sam Fox, he's a great restauraner and he obviously had his reasons for doing it. But I guess like my only like understanding, like maybe why they do that is because like, uh, like if, um, in these higher end restaurants, right? Like, you know, those servers that work there, it's not a transitional job for them. They're not just going like going to school and like they're, they're working in this industry and they're making a lot of money yeah, doing it. Exactly. And when you work at like a place like lower than that, like let's say Applebee's, you know, like it's just a different class of people. Servers that work there, they don't want to work at Applebee's their whole entire life. You know, like they, they're probably doing they're the, to move on. Ex- yeah, they're, they're going to school like, like 
part-time, they're working part-time, mm-hmm. so it's not career to them. So, so they're not going to take it as seriously as somebody that, that raises their family over the job. Like I, I have two kids, you know, like a, in a, a stay-at-home wife. I'm very blessed, mm-hmm. you know, like for the job that I work at. You know, like they, they take care of me, and I'm able to, to raise my family like, like with the money I make. But there's a lot of servers that I work with, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of servers that I work with that, that don't take the same approach don't you know, put the same effort, effort in, in. To, like to serve in the tables and because it's just transitional this is something that they're not going to do for a long period of time yeah they're just trying to make buy yeah and, and so we, I, we, we have I, a name for those we call them assholes <laughs> oh do you spell that one s or two well the s's are silence oh, okay all right got it so i mean i totally agree with that with like places like roy's mm-hmm. when i went to culinary dropout though because it's a gastro pub yeah. and like you're wearing jeans i was wearing jeans chucks and a button down shirt and it was oh, just sounds like, like a dream oh it was yeah, so right, great yeah. i loved i loved the uniform requirements of culinary dropout um i was just so shocked that a gastro pub you know, some place that has, you know, 18 different taps of beers and just sandbags and or uh, corn bags in the back to toss that they would have such high requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, then when I moved on to North Italia in San Diego, when I moved back to San Diego, um, they had the same exact requirements. You had to learn everything on the menu, write it down on the test before you could get certified. Um, huge process. North Italia was way worse because they had a huge wine selection. I don't know if you guys know anything about wine. Nothing. Yeah, I, I know there's red wine and white wine, and there's a lot of wine in between that I don't know. Yes. Do you like what, what? What goes good with the the spaghetti meatball? I'm like, oh, water. In North Italia, they wanted you to be able to make recommendations for each entree. Jeez, no. They wanted you to know like where these wines came from, um, how they're grown. So like which which direction were the vineyards facing towards the sun was it on oh the gosh, east side. Yeah. yeah. So when that's a huge yeah. part, that's a huge part with like how wines are grown because if they get morning sun versus evening sun it could be completely different. Yeah. And just learning morning trying, wood, morning wood is different than afternoon wood. Oh yeah. One you play with one you don't like exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it, it was just like way so intense and I, I couldn't believe it. North of Thai just was not worth it. Like mm. the, the tips I was getting there, I think it's because it was the area. It was in a mall, and yeah. it was uh, a lot of uh, foreigners um, who don't necessarily follow the same tipping method as it's different American in their country, tip. So yeah. like they, they, they don't understand. Yeah, you know, in like Japan, I guess like uh, I had friends who've been there, and they'll leave a tip, and they'll run out to you and give it back to you because they don't accept them. That's it, it, just not. Yeah, it's, it's a like some it's a cultural. It's, thing. it's a cultural thing. I, I remember like uh, it, it's one of those things too, like like. People, some people try to be like you know cautious of it. Like uh, I, I served a group of people that, that were from um, like an Asian um, like country, and they went up to me. They they said, "Is is this tip good?" And it was the bill was sixty bucks. Okay. They tipped me a dollar. And how do you tell somebody that that's bad? Like like how, like like. I understand what they were trying to like trying to do. Like, and, and honestly, they could have like tipped me more if I said it wasn't bad. But I'm not, I'm, not, I'm never gonna be that person to say. Yeah, that's a bad tip. Like I just, I just told like I'm like, hey, it's fine, man. Whatever you leave me, you know, like that's that's your decision. You know, like like I'm not gonna like be mad. See, you're a nice guy. I probably would have been. like I'm not. That. You know, like I, I'm really not. No. I, I would have been like, no, dude, that tip sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, the only thing is like, I don't want to set that precedent for other people. Yeah, see, yeah, 
and honestly, like you know, you could say nice guy, but I, I feel but, like 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 what you said. I'm setting somebody else up for for failure. I just I just don't want to like tell somebody like how much they should give me. I, I just feel like well, and then also, how do you tell them that their dollar tip should be multiplied by somewhere between six and twelve of that? You know, like oh, like you know that dollar is really nice, but you should actually be tipping twelve dollars. Yeah. Like how do you how do you tell if you times that by eleven? Then we then we have yeah then we have a good, good tip. tip. Yeah. Um, dude, that's why I love the restaurants that actually put, um, they'll have like the printout with like percentages at the bottom of the receipt, like, Oh, 20% is this 18% is this 15% is this. Well, we, we went over this, uh, remember like, like, uh, on, on an earlier episode, like where it was like, but sometimes those restaurants do before tax. And so $20, like, you know, like we'll just do easy math. You know, like let's say $5 is tax for 15 bucks. I know it's not, mm-hmm. but let's just say that if, if, if you tip me like you know three dollars off of fifteen, that's a you know twenty percent tip. But if you add tax into it, and the tax brings it up to twenty dollars, and you tip me three dollars, well then I just look at it like shit. I should have got tip. You know like I must have not done that. Yeah, like four dollars. Like four dollars. Like like yeah. why did I only which, get? Which is crazy because it's just a number at the end of the day. I don't know like why like if it's not exactly twenty, I'm fucking pissed. Like type deal. Like uh, dude, and that's such. It's a crazy mindset to have too because I think every server. When they when they bring the bill to them and when they go and pick it up, they're expecting a twenty percent tip. Every single time, every yeah. single server, yeah. and you know, like I, I'm guilty of that too. But at the same time, it's like, is that the tip that people are supposed to be tipping, or is it supposed to be tens the median? Like it, it just seems to be increasing, increasing. Oh, yeah. So because it used Which to, I'm be, for. I want it to be yeah, like as a server. 50%, I'm totally for it. I'm like, yeah, like honestly, twenty percent is kind of low. As a server, I'm totally for it. But as as a guest, though, I'm like, oh, do I want to tip? Like the bill's a hundred dollars. I want to tip twenty bucks on this. I'm like, but at the same time, though, I shouldn't. If you're gonna go out to a restaurant and you're gonna make a hundred dollar purchase, if you can't afford the extra twenty dollars, or like, yeah. it's like you should plan for that tip. You exactly. should plan yeah. to spend a little bit more yeah. money. So I mean. It's a weird situation, and it's like as a server, I always wanted to get the twenty percent tip, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, fifteen percent is a it's a good tip. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just whatever reason that my mentality with it is like, ah, oh, it's only fifteen percent. So, so um, obviously, like like you said, you got paid at like differently in, in some areas than, mm-hmm. than other areas. D- does that really dictate though, like how like how much you like like the job? I feel like it definitely uh, helps. It, uh, I, I feel like you know, I, I I agree. I feel like it does help, but like. There's other contributing things, right? Would you say? Oh yeah. So I mean, as far as like what I like about a restaurant, yeah, like like uh, like because I, I think I used to work at a restaurant like uh, like in a chain of restaurant that we work at. It was just in a different area, and I got better tips there. But I looked around like with the people I, I like worked, we worked with, with, and I'm like, dude, these people are pricks. You know, like uh, like I can't stand these people. They suck. They're like, so, I don't want to hang out with these yeah, people. I'd rather make less money mm-hmm. somewhere else and be happier because I mean, I think it all just depends on your moral stance. Like you know, like uh, like whether you know all you value is money. You know, where I value. You, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I can't take this shit with me when I'm dead. So I enjoy like the the, the company com- that you're yeah, with, the camaraderie, and like you know, like my like my uh, my peers, I guess. Even yeah. even this guy, you know, <laughs> even me, even you, even me. even him, um, dude. So I mean, yes, money plays a huge contributing factor. But I do agree with you. Like yeah. the money, like the people that you work with can make or break the job. Because mm-hmm. if I'm getting paid a ton of money, but I hate every single person there, I'm gonna be miserable every time I go in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so at North Italia, because I was making such crap tips because there was a lot of foreigners, it was in a mall, it just wasn't a good location. The only reason why I stuck a lot around for as long as I did was because I liked the people. The people yeah. yeah, the people were cool. And, 
you know, it's, it's always funny too. It's like every restaurant has like after hours, you always go to one or two different bars. Yeah. Every server goes there. That is something I did love. Like mm-hmm. I love that camaraderie and like that we'd all go to the, that one bar afterwards and, and, uh, um, you know, talk about the guests that we had, like yeah. the crappy experiences. Oh, this manager did this and made me so mad or Cause it, whatever. Cause it, at the end of the day, it's a, a team thing. Like, like team, like building, like is is everyone not, experiences yeah, it no exactly. Yes, yeah. like like they they understand. You know, like uh, like team building happens more often after mm-hmm. you know, like you you experience things together. You know. Yeah. Well, and then also like when you're complaining and stuff about stuff like that, it's like misery loves company. So everyone's true, just yeah, like, yeah, let's true, do yeah. it. Let's all talk of crap about the managers. You know yeah. how they don't know how to do their job, and I could do it way better. You know, like whatever. Well, one of the first things if you deal with like an asshole, like you know, um, like customer, you go to I call them the DBs, designated buddies. You know, like I run to the D, my DB. And I say, dude, fucking table 19 over here. <laughs> Fuck those pieces. They're pieces of shit. And they're like, what happened? I'm like, dude, he said refill my water. When he had, he had took a sip like that. Fuck that asshole. You know, type deal. Dude, this guy knows how much pork yeah. out of these, uh, these beef patties or, yeah. or, or these hamburger patties that happen to have a little bit of pork in them. I'm like, what a dick, dude. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to go back there and pull out every bit of pork when it's already pre made. I'm sorry, man. Dude, that was always the worst part. I hated the, um, the different uh, complaints or like the different requests you can mm-hmm. get from some like guests or customers and uh, dude that was the worst like you always get super specific ones too I remember I had one guy he came first, in first world problems you know like uh, like type deal dude he this guy had it to a T his order like he he was like I want three eggs I want the French toast the specific people with this yeah. many ramekins of this uh, sauce for the I think it was like a, a like a blueberry glaze or something like that, strawberry glaze. And, you know, he's like, I want this many pieces of bacon. But then you're like, okay, dude, well, you want three pieces of bacon, but they come in orders of two. I mean, I don't know what to tell you here. Like, trying to talk to the chef. I'm like, hey, how would you like me to charge this? Or how would you like me to run this? And, like, so all those different problem things. Or the guy who just downs his soda so fast every time. I'm like, it's a chugging contest every time you give a refill? Oh, Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's funny, too, before I was actually a server, I remember going to a restaurant as, like, a, like a young kid and, like, him giving me a, a Coke or something and me just putting down the entire Coke and going, need another one. Like, and he's, he's probably just, like, this little asshole. This son of a bitch. And I'm like, man, I've been waiting for five minutes for my Coke refill. Like, where is this guy at? Like, he's over here like, dude, I'm, like, scrambling with all these other tables. I got two other guys who are also down in their sodas. Like, like what do you want me to do, man? So, like, dude, all those... All those things. Like once I became a server, I quickly realized, man, I you was changed like some yeah. habits that like you you started going out. Dude, yeah. I think every server does it. Yeah, like they're yeah, like, let absolutely. me just you know pre bust this table a little bit. Let me like put all my oh, silverware yeah. on there. It's all fucking neatly like folded and stuff like that. Yeah, and, you know, like and the server's like, oh shit, dude. Like when I see that, I'm like, oh, I'm getting a good tip. I'm getting a good tip, man. These are servers, man. Yeah, they're, these are servers. They're gonna they're hook, hook it up. up. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Love it. Yeah. Dude, that was always the big thing when you knew that there were servers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you know what? I could probably get away with like a little bit of less effort yes. on that table. I could probably put more over here. And, and it's funny because some people that you eat with like might not like like have servant experience and like what the hell is going on? Like even though like let's say like if I was like the only person in a restaurant and this person is just sucking up everything, I'm going to make excuses for them. I'm like, hey, you know, like he could just, you know, like. He could be like fucking swamp by. He could be cooking our food, guys. You know, like like this is what he could be doing. And he's like back there texting and shit like that. You know, like like I mean, I'm I'm willing like, from serving. I'm willing to make yeah. any excuse yeah. for any of these people. I find myself doing that because it's not an easy job. You know, like there there are there are sometimes where even when you're in a, a empty restaurant, like 
like eight or nine tables doesn't seem like a lot in a restaurant, but if there's one server on, that's a lot of like, I got a complaint one time. I was so pissed. They, they wrote my fucking, uh, like high up their manager. I had nine tables. Like like in the restaurant, which like, so half the restaurant was like was filled up. That's a lot of tables. Was a lot. Of, I was the, I was the only person. They wrote an email and I got talked to about the email and I was like I was like listen like they just there are people that don't understand and, and my manager like was totally like on my side. He's like he's like listen John I know that like like it was probably something that happened. I'm like yeah nine tables and he's like enough said enough said. But like when a customer writes a review about it, it's like look around. It's like dude. I'm the only guy that's refilling drinks and bringing out food. Be aware like, of your surroundings. Aware, yeah. Just like look it easy. around. Yeah. Like, uh, and that, that shit just drives me crazy. Well, and then I'm sure, you know, and then plus anyone who hasn't worked in the restaurant business or hasn't been in a server, like hasn't been a server before, they're thinking, this guy just has to refill my drinks and bring my food. Like, why can't he just do that? Yeah, it doesn't seem like a hard job. Yeah, it seems like it'd be super easy. But when you got nine tables and each person's, oh, can, hey, can you, can I get a side of this? Can I do this? Or you get... Now you get sat, so now you have to go through your whole greet process with that one table, which takes like five minutes because you got to get their drink orders. You got to give your spiel or your spiel, 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 yeah, spiel, spiel. gives your spiel, whatever. Um, You got to give them like that whole breakdown of like, you know, this is our today's special. This is our soup of the day. This is uh, the cocktail that we have. This is the draft beer that we're selling, you know, at cheaper rate. You gotta give them the whole rundown. It, t- then, it takes time, and then other like gut, like guests that that don't know, like sitting there like, patiently, they're like, "What the hell's going on?" You know, like that yeah, deal. just tapping their hand, just like, "Okay, is this guy getting over?" It? And you got that, they got that look on their face too, like I'm just fed up with all this. Yeah, and it, dude, it was always the worst. You ever you ever forget to put in an order all the time? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do that all the time, time yeah. more than I like to admit, dude. Every time I did I'll, it, I'll be flipping through my book. I'm like, oh, that's ah oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, it's been 30 minutes. This guy's, he's pissed already. I didn't even put the order in. So I quickly go put the order in. I'm like, hey, I need this on the fly. I forgot to put the order in. Run to the table. I'm like, dude, this petition's backed up. Like, Cooks are fucking yeah, up. Yeah. And they're, they're just like, they're like, okay, well, you know, I've been waiting here forever. Like, can you do something? I'm like, yeah, you know, dessert's on me. Don't worry about it, guys. And so you give them the birthday dessert or something like that. Nice. Um, but do, we've all been there. Like, that's also if you're serving, say you haven't, you're a liar. You know, it's funny as a server when like the food's t- like if you forget to put the order in, you blame the kitchen, and then when the food's taking forever, you still blame the kitchen. You're like, come on, hey, it's just kitchen See, this time. I'm I'm the exact opposite because I always feel like I lie to the customer and say and say it's my fault because I just feel like in in general, if I say that it's somebody else's like issue, they might like look at me like oh yeah it's easy for you to say like that like but it could be an issue that you fucked up on Mm -hmm. so even when it's not my fault i make up that it was my fault like which is terrible like but like uh i just feel like in general it might help me out and you are a nice guy and and (laughs) honestly i'm almost excited when things like that happen because i always know this person's probably gonna get free food and that means I'm going to get a good tip. You know, like... Uh, dude, I and mean, that's what you'd think. Sometimes. That's what, yeah. that's, that's what you think. You're like, dude, you get yeah. your whole meal comped. You can't tip me 10 bucks? Like, come on. <laughs> Something. But, uh, dude, I'm, I'm surprised that you actually owned up to it, too. Like, honestly, I'm a crappy person. So I'm just like, dude, I need to get the tip. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to blame the kitchen. So hopefully I get the good tip. You yeah. know, like, that way they're not taking it out of me. They're like, hey, you know, I completely understand. Kitchen messes up sometimes. I think either way is, is probably acceptable. But, like, uh, I'm just two different, like, uh, like beliefs and stuff like that. Like, in, I'm probably more often wrong, like, <laughs> like on that. And it probably hurts me more often than not. But I'm always the first one that, that's trying to get my table. At least food. making it up. Yeah. That's, that's the only time where, like, I feel like it, would, it could hurt you. Um, but if you're completely honest about it, like, you know, like, hey, yeah, I did for Because I have told guests that, you know, like, 
hey, I forgot to put the order mm-hmm. in. I'm sorry. I'm really slammed. Like, I remember my first shift, I think I forgot to put in, like, two orders. And one of them was, like, 30 minutes. And I told the guy, I was like, this is my first shift. You know, bear with me. I'm really sorry. And he was super understanding about it. And they still gave me great tips. I think that night I almost made, like, $300. It was that's great. A, that's a good night. Yeah, yeah it was a great night. night. Dude, some of the that's gr- a good two nights. <laughs> Dude, some of the girls at Culinary Dropout, man. Like I knew one girl who would, she's made over six hundred dollars in one night, and it's that's somebody's paycheck. Dude, right. yeah. it's absurd, man. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, how are they pulling six hundred dollars? I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't have boobs, you know, or like a, a girl's butt. I got a butt, but yeah. it's pretty nice. But sometimes it hooks it up, dude. Actually, um, there was this one time uh, I had been serving for like two weeks i think and this girl she came in for her birthday so she had all of her friends there and stuff and um i wasn't even serving her table but she wrote on her receipt this long message just like describing my ass and she like she's like your your glutes look firmer than the southern mountains (laughs) she wrote you a poem Dude, pretty much. She wrote this long thing, and it was all talking about my ass. And then at the very bottom, she left me her number. Never called her or texted her or anything. Um, But I just thought to myself, I'm like, dude, this girl went in. I just think to myself, too, I'm like, man, imagine if I had left that for, like, a girl server. You know, she probably would have been like, this guy is a creep. It's it's funny, like, uh, because, like, you know, those things don't happen to like to me often. Yeah, like obviously they probably happen to you more than oh, me. They, no, that was the only but, time uh, I got a note like that, dude. Like, it was legendary. W- one time I went to this place, Chef Panda. I don't even know if it's uh, if it's still in surprise, but like uh, I go there like um, on my break to to order some food, and this this guy is being such an asshole to the person that's like you know like trying to cash me out, and I lo- I looked at like the the girl. I'm like right in front of the guy too. I'm like I don't understand how you work for a piece of shit like that, you know, like, uh, like, like, you should not be talked to like that, like, you know, like, kind of like, because uh-huh. it was gross how he was talking to her, and uh, this was, I was married, uh, I, like, you know, I had, my son was born at the time, and, uh, you know, and she, she writes, like, on, on, on my takeout thing, like, hey, like, uh, like, thank you for, like, what you said, by the way, I thought you were really cute, here's my phone number, and I'm so awkward when, like, things like that happen, so, so, yeah, number. so no, no, so, so, because, so, because I didn't see it till I got, in, got, till I got in the car, right? And uh, I, I drive home. I'm like, oh well, I don't want her to make like to like to feel like I don't think she's pretty, because you know, like I, I just, I don't want her to make her feel bad. So I text her and I send her a picture of my family pictures. I said, oh. I was like, hey, listen, That's a real weird no, it, 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 it was, dude, it's just. Let me show you a picture of my wife and kids. No, no, this one. I, I, like, I was like, hey, listen, like I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Like I, I thought you were very beautiful, you know, like but I'm married. Like I'm happily married with with uh, with a child, mm-hmm. yeah, and because, uh, and I sent that, and then like, it's, like I'm like obviously that was the awkward like thing to say, you know, like uh, but I just didn't want her to just a little bit, but yeah. I got I got your inten- yeah. your intentions were my good. intentions were good were there. I just I just uh, I just kind of followed up like the the, the <laughs> pretty dumb. Yeah, I mean, I guess I probably just wouldn't have texted her at all, but I guess like even that's a t- what normal people would do. Yeah. But honestly, that's like, the acceptable text- thing to do. And honestly, I think it is really nice. Like, that would be cool of you to like. Just send her a text like, hey, I really appreciate you giving me your number, um, but I am married, this and that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that is a good thing to do, and I think she probably would have like, appreciated She probably did appreciate Well, what she did message me back. She's like, okay, lose my number, jackass. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, she, oh, she, I was like, no, no, no. wow. She, she, didn't, she didn't message me like, or anything like that, so like, I was like, okay, I don't think she took it bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, for you, though, it's probably a confidence booster. Like, dude, getting numbers at work or getting it when you know, you're going out, that's yeah. always nice, man. Like. Like, ooh, oh, no, someone's I, interested I, a little bit. I still got it. I wouldn't know. Shit, shit, like, uh, you never got any numbers? 
Not at work, at least, no. Oh, okay, dude. I used to. There was like a like a like a couple couple weeks, dude, where I got them like almost every shift. Like, sorry, I know that I'm coming off arrogant right now, um, but they give us reasons to hate you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she like I I got like all these numbers, dude, and it's just like it became like this thing with some of the other employees. Like, oh, dude, Noah's got numbers. Noah got another number. <laughs> And uh, it's all started with that. Well, you're very charming too, Noah. Dude, that's yeah, what like, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not my looks. It's yeah. just my charm. But maybe my glutes. But <laughs> obviously, it's, yeah. it's the the as hard as like you know like the southern like, firm is the southern mountains. Southern mountains. I was like, wow, that's never nice. heard that before. But I mean, your ass is in a haiku. You know, like that's pretty. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you know? it is. It is, a, it is a pretty butt. So. so so working at like all these like restaurants, um, I would say like so the. At least for us, like so. The main topic, like uh, of today, is drama inside the restaurant. Always. Yeah. This 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 is this appetizer. This this is the big thing. So drama opposed to guests or even like other servers. Like, where do you see it more often? Like as far as like I'm sorry, you said for like like so. I mean, there could be drama with where do I see it at? Yeah, or like between people. Yeah, dude, it's always in between servers and employees. Yeah, like always, whether it's servers in between. So catty. Servers between, yes. Yeah. Dude, servers between cooks, between themselves, you know, between hosts. Because, um, you know, every server gets, oh, oh, they skipped me in rotation. You know, they should have served me already. Or like, oh, my kitchen, you know, the kitchen's taking forever on this one meal. They should do it. And so it's always, dude, there's always some sort of drama. And then it also seems like there's always, everyone's always fucking everyone. They're always fucking <laughs> each other. Sir, Michael's like, no comment. <laughs> dude. Well, I mean, no comment. Yeah, but yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't in the mix, but you know, I was like, "Oh, you were too busy getting other people's numbers." So, yeah, dude, I was too busy trying to get the money in line to guess and stuff. Yes. So, um, but yeah, so it was like, dude, it, there were, it was whether one server's fucking this one, but this server's flirting with this other one, and you know, this other like the server yeah. is pissed, and so there's always, dude, there's always just giant love triangles everywhere in the like in the restaurant industry. It's just like a, it's like a huge high school dude. Mm. Like everyone. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, n- you know, none of them have really – not none of them. There's, there are people who have worked – you know, other – no, I'm not going to say real jobs. Have worked other jobs. Sorry. Uh, I don't, Adult jobs. So they have other – like, you know, they work corporate businesses yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I'm sure there's some people like that. And, dude, there's some people who work those jobs and work serving. Um, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, they've only done the restaurant industry and – it's a lot of like you know kids who work in there, and I think that mentality bleeds in. Yes, and uh, same thing with the military too, dude. Like it was just always high school drama, man. It's ridiculous. It's, it's the worst when you experience high school drama as an adult. It's like man, because I, I think about some things that I was pissed off when I was six. I, I remember when a girl broke up with me. I, I was like, at the moment, it was like the end of the world. I was like, oh my god, you know. I was eating like fucking ice cream and stuff like that, you know. Like, but I look back on it now. You can't go into work today. <laughs> I look back on it now, like, and I'm like, what a fucking idiot, dude. Like, what the hell? Like, you know, I, I, over this I didn't have to thing. work. Like, at, at the time, I was 14 years old. You know, like, I was like, I had, I had it made easy. I was a free man at that point. You know, like, uh, like dude, so. And then if you were working, like, you didn't have any bills you had to pay. I had or bills or anything like that, Working yeah. for fun, just for extra fun money. Dude, I remember, like, fucking at 14 years old, I would literally, like, get home from school. I would, I would play um, Halo 3 until the sun would, like, would go down. And then I would see the sun. And then I would see the sun come up. I would look at my mom. I'm like, Mom, I ain't going to school today. <laughs> Don't worry, another game, boys. Let's do this. Yeah, taking down the banshees. Sorry, guys. But yeah, like in in experiencing that stuff as an adult, like hearing these kids talk about it, like because 
it's never good to say, oh, hey, listen, your problems are like, you know, are shitty. You know, like, like there aren't real problems because then people get offended. You're belittling. Yeah, you're belittling their, their yeah. things, but like, but they don't understand. Like, they literally don't. Pain is relevant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pain is relative. Yeah, like. Uh, relative, there you go. Relative, yeah. And, but it's fucking dumb, though. I'll, I'll say, like, when, when I hear, like, especially about drama in the restaurant as far as, like, you know, people dating other people and, like, this is the dumbest thing. You know, like, just live your fucking life. Dude, Amber hasn't texted me back in two weeks, but we've worked, like, three times together. I know she can. <laughs> I always see her on her phone. What the heck? Dude, always that kind of drama, man. Always. And then, like, with, even with managers, too. Managers get involved in it. You're like, dude, you're a manager, man. Like, well, what are you doing? Well, like, have you had, like, a big experience, like, a, like experience, like, with, like, a really bad drama? Like, with you, like, involved in it? With me involved. Yeah. Um, you know, not, not really, again, dude, I, I didn't really get too much into that stuff. Um, there, there was some cases like in between, like with another server. Like I remember one time I was in expo mm-hmm. and you know, I'm, I'm on the line. So I'm taking food down, I'm checking food. And, uh, I remember I turned and, uh, this server just ran into me, dropped all of his drinks when I turned and he was behind me. And what are you supposed to say anytime you're behind someone in the restaurant? Move, fucker. Pretty much. <laughs> I, but you shove behind. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, yeah. Behind. Yeah, yeah. And so... Let me know that you're there, yeah. Dude, this, this server, I, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and I'm like, I'm not pissed about it because, you know, I'm like, he just bumped into me. Like, he made the mistake of not staying behind. I'm sure he's going to, you know, beat himself up about it because now he has to refill his drinks. Instead, this guy just oh, starts you would, going... You would think, yeah. yeah, you'd think that's, like, the, the right way to respond to that. But instead, he's just like, you fucker, dude. He's like, you're not going to pay attention. He starts going off, dude. Right. And I like now I'm on the defensive, you know, now I'm, I'm pissed and I'm just like not thinking, like I should have just immediately been like, you should have fucking said behind this and yeah. that. But instead I'm just like, fuck you. That fuck was you. Your yeah, no, yeah. I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, that was, you were behind me, man. How was I supposed to know you were there? And, uh, then I remember, you know, he like was trying to get my, dude, this guy's probably like 40 years old. And at the time, I was in Expo at Applebee's. They act like the biggest child. Like, so, like if you're uh, 40 years old working in a restaurant, you're probably the least immature, like, mature person there. Dude, yes, man. And I'm like, dude, I'm 17 years old, and you're going to start trying to fight me in this kitchen? Like, okay, we could throw down, I guess. Like, yeah. You're going to be the one who gets in the most trouble. Like, yeah, you're going to need a hip replacement after I, I'm done with you. Or, dude, I'm just thinking to myself, like, besides that, I'm like, yeah, I might lose this job, but I'm going to go to my mom's house, and I'll be perfectly fine. Like... He's either going to go to jail if I press charges or he's going to lose the income for his family. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever, man. Like, whatever you want to do. Um, but so he ends up leaving, dude, and he's, like, super pissed. And I started realizing, like, oh, dude, he should have said behind. I'm going to throw that in his face as soon as he gets back here. And I'm, I was 17, so I was like, I'm going to keep this going. So he comes back in there, and he's, like, still going off of me. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, you should have said behind. That's, like, something we learned from day one. You say behind, uh, this and that. And he was just super pissed about it. A manager came in over there and like pulled him aside and like he sided with me. And I was like, yeah, get them, get him the fuck out of my kitchen, dude. Like, I'm expo, man. Um, You're double my age and, and I'm right. How do you feel, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> do more than double my age. More than double your age, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was probably the biggest thing between like servers. I remember one time kind of snapping at a guest. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I had put my two weeks in at North Italia. Oh, so you're done. Which is the best time <laughs> yeah. to snap, I guess. Yeah, yeah you're, like, you're like, no consequences, come. bitches. Yeah. What are you going to do? Fire yeah. me? I don't care. All, you greet all your tables like, what's up, fuckers? What yeah. can I get for you guys? You want what? No. The station's right over there, bitch. <laughs> yeah, we have self-serve. <laughs> um, but dude, so like this guy, he was a foreigner. And um, dude, this happened all the time, man. Like the main, the main foreigners we had there were Middle Easterns. Uh, Middle Easterners and uh, 
you know, they, there was a, always a big language gar- like barrier. And, you know, so they have trouble reading the menus, which I get to. But, you know, they'd want you to stand there and wait for them to read over this entire menu, answer any questions that they had while you're standing there. And, you're, dude, you'd be standing there for like 10 minutes. And you're like, dude, I have eight tables yeah, back on, here. Yeah. I need to go jump go. on. And you don't want to be a mean guy, cut them short. Yes. Um, I, I, I hate when people do that, like, same, like, kind of, like, same thing. Like, when I'm pre-busting tables and then somebody wants to talk and have a fucking, like, really long conversation about, like, a topic that I probably shouldn't be talking about at work. And I'm like, dude, I have your whole f- – there's six people here. There's seven, like, plates on my fucking, like, hand right now. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm trying to be a nice guy. Like, Putting your elbow yeah, into no, your yeah. hips so that I, way make sure you don't drop it. I agree with you. Yeah. No, yeah. And my arms are like, can't stand when that happens. Dude, it sucks even worse too when it is a good conversation and it yes. is a cool guest because you're like, dude, man, I could talk to this guy all day and I know he'll give me a bomb tip if I yeah. do it. But it's just like, you're like, man, dude, I really, I'm sorry, man. I got to go. And then you, you know, you don't want him to think that you're blowing him off. So you come back and you try to finish it up a little bit or quickly wrap it up. Dude, that was that always sucked because I didn't want them again to feel like I'm blowing them off or something because I legitimately like the conversation. But yeah, well, well, uh, I have a I'm notorious for doing that, right? Like uh, I remember I was this was like before closing, like these really good regulars came in. I'd always talk to them and shit like that, and everybody's trying to get their clothes and side work done, like because it's an empty restaurant, it's only them. Yeah, and you cut, you're like yeah, you quickly wipe all this down. So uh, so um, not not you, Michael, but the other Michael goes up to me like with the phone and says, "Hey, your your wife's calling you right now." You know, like, and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I, I go, I, I'm like, I'm so sorry, guys. I'll be right back. And I go back there, like, I'm like, oh, there's n- nobody there. And like, he, they look at me, like, we're trying to get the fuck out of here, John. Like, you, like, like, come on, man. Like, you're uh, chopping it up yeah, forever. You're, you're chopping it up. I'm like, they're nice people, man. They always tip me well. Come on, what do you want me to do? You know, like, and they're like, we want you to get the fuck out of here. Take the shit tip, dude. It's oh man, it's yeah, but it's it's one of those things you, you don't want to be rude. You don't want to start yeah. things with them. And dude, it's honestly it's crazy cool that he did that. Because he did it in a good way, like yeah, oh, that's a smart. Yeah, it was a, cle- I dude, thought it was it was a clever way. way. Yeah, in front of the tables. Yeah, yeah. Away. yeah. He got you to come away. He made it for a reason that the guests would be understanding of. And then he told you, he's like, dude, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. Okay, <laughs> I have kids at home, John. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm trying to leave. I'm trying yeah. to go to the bar right now before it closes. Um, yeah, dude, those, dude, those were always real crappy times, man. Like when you actually couldn't have the amount of time you wanted with a guest. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so that dude I snapped on though, he uh. He, dude, he'd stand there. I'd stand there forever, and I uh, tried going away. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys more time. He's like, no, 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 come back, come back. And he'd, like, make me stand there. And so finally he finished his thing, go to my other tables. I'm trying to apologize, and I quickly catch up on all the other tables now because I've been standing off the side for so long. And um, this guy, he keeps calling me over, and I had already put in his, his pizza, and I told him when I put the order in, I'm like, it's going to take 20 to 30 minutes to, mm-hmm. to, for this pizza to be ready. And I remember I, I'm walking by the table and he's super pissed. And he's like, hey, he's like, I've been waiting for like 45, 30 minutes for this pizza. And dude, I was just fed up and I knew exactly because I had just checked at what time I put the pizza in. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I snapped my finger and I pointed at him like, no, mother-. I was like, no, you've been waiting for, uh, for 18 minutes for that pizza. You haven't been waiting for 30, 45 minutes for that pizza. And he just like, oh, and he like sat back and he, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna go check on it for you. And I was like, but it's not gonna be, I told you 20, 30 or minutes or 20 or 30 minutes. So buckle down. Like, dude, oh. dude it felt so good. Just, just pointing out in the street. And yeah, yeah he's just got real stiff and like, up in his chair. <laughs> yeah. He did not expect it. Those are the worst people I feel like in general, like, dude, I've, I've experienced so many times where I tell somebody, oh, this is going to take 30, 40 minutes. 
But 30 to 40 minutes to them is the same as two minutes. You know, like, they, yeah. like they, they're just sitting yeah. there waiting for their food. They're yeah. hungry. And I get that they're like getting impatient, but it's like, dude. But I told you in the first place, you know, like, yes, I like, gave so you the heads up. Timer, you know, like, and, then, and then like, like, cause I know when I put that shit in, you know, mm-hmm. so that, that, I don't know. Like, I think they think 20 to 30 minutes means like, oh yeah, well we were at the door for 20, so it should be ready in five. It's like, no asshole. Like, dude, it's from when I told you. And even then, though, you're, like, thinking, like, well, that's if I put the order in on time, too. Like, did I put it in right away? Or I usually gave myself, like, if they told me, if the kitchen told me, yeah, pizzas take 20 minutes, mm-hmm. I would always say 30. Like, so, so you, last question on this drama thing. Would you say drama is worse with a customer or a, another, like, uh, employee? Dude, drama is always worth other employees. I mean, that was the only time I have ever snapped at a customer. And, uh, but, but without that, I... With the exception of that one time, I've never had a time where, you know, like I got into it with like a guest, mm-hmm. like because you can't. You're like no, you're, you're wanting you're, you're forcing a tip, to, yeah. 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 And then plus, yeah, if your manager, you'll never see those fired. people again as well. Like you yeah, know, like, so it doesn't really yeah, matter. Like they won't be mad at me. I don't. I'm not gonna take it exactly. personally. Yeah. I, I always like like bad tables. I'm like, you know what? Somebody's gonna fill that seat right after you leave. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna get a better tip. I exactly. Do over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I would say that that's uh, that's what we have for. Uh, for that main topic, the, the drama topic, which is a big topic, but we like to do a thing for dessert. We save it for last. This is Would You Rather. Last time we did this, it got pretty intense. Okay? Pretty juicy. And he didn't answer any fucking questions last time. Any questions? We're, I don't believe Basically that. any questions, okay? Uh, we were so, little, we're, so we're all answering. Yeah, we're all answering, okay? okay. Especially, okay. you're starting off answering, okay? <laughs> right. You're reading it and you're right. answering it. All right, man. So the first one here, would you rather have all dogs try to attack you when they see you, or all birds try to attack you when they see you? Well, that's easy. I feel like all birds. I thought I was supposed to answer first, dude. Oh, that's fine. You jumped I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm still thinking about my no, answer I'm here. Sure. I'm like, okay. Why do you say birds? Well, because I feel like I've seen some pretty big fucking dogs. Like, you know, I, I see birds in the sky all the time, and I'm like, dude, this pigeon comes at me, man, he's getting one, two, like, you know, like, to the dome. <laughs> he's getting you know? put down. Yeah, that, that, that bird's not going to fucking get up, but a dog might, like, be a different story. You know, like, a dog, like, might be a Great Dane, and I might try to ride that thing, but, like, by the end of it, because that thing is a fucking horse, and it could kill me. Mm-hmm. So That's what a, true. What about you? You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I like your reasoning on how birds are normally smaller, <laughs> even though I've seen a couple of vultures yeah. out there, and that would be absolutely terrifying. Dude, the claws, man. Oh, absolutely. But <laughs> you know, those birds can fly, yeah. and they can pretty much get anywhere, which concerns me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can hide behind a fence with the dog, or like on a car or something. Exactly. Yep. But birds are everywhere. So you'd, you'd go with dogs? I don't know. I think I'd go with birds. You go with birds, yeah. Because dogs would be scarier to me. Dude, yeah. I'm going with dogs. Yeah. So yeah. You rather dogs attack you? Yes. Just because, again, like you said, usually they're on leashes, they're in fenced areas. Like they'd have to break through that first. Well, well I feel like, in, but I don't know. Just in general, I feel like dogs, in some cases, are designed to hurt people. And yeah. To, and to, and but to when kill. birds start flying in flocks, dude. <laughs> Oh, you're done. <laughs> I'm not taking <laughs> on 20 birds, no, man. man. All coming at me, just flapping. Dude, I, I don't know what to do at that point. They're coming at me from above. They get the high ground. Dude, I, I think dogs, just because, like, how often do you really have dogs loose coming at you? Like, yeah, when you go to a friend's house yeah. or something like that, but I would probably just be like, do you have a dog? You know, like, maybe not go. I I got this thing where dogs just attack me, man. I'm sorry. I guess guess in any scenario, you know, like, at that point, you just have a shitty life. Like, you're going to get attacked by birds or dogs. Yeah. And uh, they're both bad. 
Yeah, and, and on the like, downside, I, two I would, birds, just, just they're going to poop on you. Like, I'm sure while they're attacking you, dude, like, that just wouldn't be fun. But I'm, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with dogs. Imagine explaining that to, like, your uh, like your friends and stuff like that. Like, you know, hey, you want to come over? Do you have any birds that live with you? Because <laughs> for some reason, gotta, every time I, gotta I go out. it. <laughs> No, no. Nope. Sorry, man. I can't, can't do, do it. it. You talking about verbal attack too? Like, no way, man. Fuck you, yeah, right? <laughs> That's funny. Like, dude, this one's mean. I like that question. That was a good. That was a good one. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. What, uh, what about the next question? What, what we got for the next, next question? One? Would you rather be famous when you're alive and forgotten when you die, or unknown when you're alive but famous after you die? Famous when I'm alive. Yeah, no, I don't care. That's easy. Yeah. I'm dead. I agree. Too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm like, well, I'll get a lot of money, you know, like, do whatever I want to do. Yeah, that's, I think I'm going fame right. while I'm uh, I don't, alive. I don't know. I feel like if if you are, well, I guess you have to be forgotten when you die here. But, I mean, I feel like it's more, you can appreciate it more, obviously, if you're alive. No, yeah. And you have more opportunities in your life. Well, I'm sure Van Gogh would have really appreciated people to <laughs> like him when he was alive. Yeah, right. Well, uh, who, who's that one guy that, uh Nikola Tesla or whatever, you know, like uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's more creating AC uh, generators. Yeah. I thought or was, AC current. I thought it was the light bulb or something like that. I'm not good at history. So though, Thomas so. Edison created the light bulb. He stole it from him though, right? wasn't it? Direct current. Actually, so Thomas Edison was who worked with direct current, and uh, he created the light bulb. Okay. N- uh, ne- uh, Tesla. What's his first name? Nikola. 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 Something Tesla. All right. So Tesla. He was actually Edison's. Um, assisted, mm-hmm. and then uh, he was telling Edison about AC current, and uh, uh, I think it was yeah Nikola Tesla. So he uh, he was he created he was telling Edison about AC current. Edison knew about AC current, but he knew about the harms that he he said it was too harmful to actually use. And then uh, Nikola Tesla he ended up going to another company or another investor mm-hmm. coming up with the AC generators. And then the Hoover Dam was the biggest thing, or no, Hoover? No, it was actually Niagara Falls. Okay, yeah. Niagara Falls was this huge, they were trying to contract it so that way they could produce electricity for the entire country. And so Nikola Tesla, uh, he came up with his AC generator idea. Thomas Edison, who was backed by JP Morgan, he, uh, what's it called? He ended up paying off the investor for Nikola Tesla stealing his idea, cutting Edison out, and then putting Nikola's idea into Niagara Falls. A little history lesson for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought I would learn so much from a sentence before, but I feel like, you know, Dude, I did. That <laughs> yeah. subject in history. You like, just learn something, oh, people, yeah. okay? Yeah, you know, you guys. If you job. haven't seen the movie, it's called The Current War. It's amazing. It's got Tom Holland, Benedict Cumberbatch. I forget. Yeah, Spider Man. That's all you gotta say. Tom Holland, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. I'll have to look into that one. I had I had watched these documentaries called Making the Men Who Made Amer- the Men Who Made America, and that's where I learned that stuff. But yeah, I don't watch a lot of documentaries. I watch a lot of like dumb cartoon shows. <laughs> oh, I was forced yeah. to for a history class, but it was probably the best way we could have learned. I liked it a lot. Maybe I shouldn't have slept through history class. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably know this stuff. All right. So oh wait, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'd rather be famous. Oh yeah, you know, famous during life than right. Was that it? Yeah, yeah famous yeah. while you're alive versus famous like versus well known or famous after you're dead. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So next question: Would you rather have a completely automated home or a self-driving car? Oh, I feel like you guys saw the movie Smart House, right? Oh yeah, I'm going <laughs> Tesla or the self-driving yeah. car. <laughs> self-driving well, well, car. Okay, okay. 
if when they fix out the bugs, okay, the smart home, that was the uh, the prototype. But after the like the third generation of smart homes, I don't think you'd have that issue, okay? I'd rather a smart home. Dude, that tornado she caused in that movie, man, like that was trippy. I don't want the house put on lockdown while I'm in it. I don't want to go through that stuff. At least with like in a Tesla, if like I if I die on autopilot it, or if I get in a car, I'm probably dead. So. Fucking right off a cliff, dude. Like yeah, it's just, just okay, yeah. it's over. So, no, the scary thing is we're moving towards both of those really quickly. No, oh, yeah. yeah. So you have smart homes like uh, uh, I was gonna say Ben Affleck, um, Ben Microsoft. Who's that guy? Bill, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Yeah. I was yeah. like Ben. It started with a B. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Bill Gates, like I heard, he's like doing a smart home actually in Arizona. So like, uh, oh, really? Like yeah, like uh, in in Lower Buckeye or something or Buckeye? I don't know. I could be wrong, but like uh, that's pretty intense. I want to do that. Sign me up. Like, come on, I want to do this. That stuff fascinates me, man. Like all the technology they're coming out with, like the AI stuff. Like, oh, dude, it's just it's all so innovative and just mm. like the next the next big thing, dude. It's, it's just crazy. I'm over here just trying to delete my history on my browser. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I gotta, no one must see this. I'm like, wait, I got to yeah. delete my photos and then go to recently deleted them, delete them again. I'm like, oh, jeez. So much work. <laughs> <laughs> what they used to do back in the day. <laughs> All right. So would you rather live without the internet or live without AC and heating? And just because I live in Arizona, I would say definitely without the internet. Yeah. Without AC or heating, easy. I could find, I could find something to I mean, do. if I could move wherever I wanted to, then maybe I'd go without the AC or heating. Like yeah. I was, when I was living in San Diego, we never used the oh, AC yeah. or heat. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there I'd yeah, but without it. Dude, imagine not having, like, fucking, I don't know, like, the entire world in the palm of your hand, like, information like that. I feel like that's way more valuable in general than, like, you know, just feeling hot or cold, you know? Like, yeah, uh, but do get used to the heat, I feel like. Oh, yeah, but can you imagine just being in your house, like, here in Arizona, just sweating balls just because of how hot it is, dude? Like, oh, man, I couldn't, like, I wouldn't even want to be on the internet. I wouldn't want to sit there on the internet, so I'm like, your biggest search thing on the internet, how the fuck do I get out of this hellhole? How do I cool myself down without AC? Just ice is, like, the fucking images and shit So we still got refrigeration, right? That's what we're going with? I think so. Yeah, maybe yeah, just, maybe just hop in the freezer or something. Clear oh, yeah. it all out. Dude, leave your fridge open. <laughs> our our restaurant actually is funny. Our restaurant actually one time like the the AC unit like went out or something like that. Like and this was in summertime. And uh, I remember like dude, we were still open. Like uh, it sucked. Like but I mean they were trying to work it as fast as it can. It only was down for like a day. I just remember working. I was like I would literally serve a table and I'd walk right into the walk and I'm like oh my dude, god that was oh. the best it's, dude it's such a good feeling even not, even when the AC is not out when you're just running around everywhere and you're getting that sweat going mm-hmm. and you just run into the walk in real quick and all that sweat gets real cold and you're like oh, dude, oh yeah. this is beautiful let me just chill here for a minute and customers don't understand that like uh, understand that when they're like why are you sweating like uh like those are tears in my eyes okay it's fucking hot oh, yeah like this dude. this is terrible at Roy's man we had these like thick button down shirts and they uh, like the one in Desert Ridge they wouldn't let us roll them up and they had this patio um for like their happy hour but it's here in arizona during the summer Ugh. and so you're just sweating through this thing man so yeah i'd always run to walk i love the restaurant that i work at right now but sometimes the decisions i'm like come on like you're not thinking for the like servers and like we every season we change our uniforms mm-hmm. in august we change our uniforms to denim i'm like Ugh. I was like, no, like let's yeah. let's not do that. Yeah, I'm trying like, not to uh, chafe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want to die. You know, like like walking into the store in August. Like, come Ugh. on. 
Was that, the, was that the first one we went to, or did we go to the checkers first? I think it was denim, and then we, like, migrated to the checker, like, patterns. See, that's one thing I loved about, like, the Fox Concept restaurants, like, North Italia, Culinary Dropout that I worked at. Sam Fox was a server before, so he, like, made... He he always had servers in mind. For the people, by the people. Yes, yeah. dude. It's for the people. <laughs> nice. So did you guys all choose? Like, which one do you choose? Oh, yeah. I, I said, uh, I, I want... No inter- AC. Yeah, no AC. Fuck or that. Meeting. I need my I need my internet. Okay. I need AC. If I'm here, I'm gonna need AC. But if I was like in San Diego, I just I obviously go with that. Okay, so yeah. relative yeah. like where yeah, you're where I'm at. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Alright, so would you rather be compelled to high five everyone you see in person? Done. Yeah, Did which, I, which I do it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Easy. Or be compelled to give anybody in in a green shirt a wedgie. I, I don't know. I kind of like the second one now. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Why are you wearing green? <laughs> oh, you messed up. <laughs> you, you wore the wrong color today, pal. It's the opposite of St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Instead of getting pinched, now you're just getting a wedgie, dude, just for wearing green. That's funny. I, obviously, I, I'm going to have to go I'm with going the high, high five. five. I love, that would just be so fun. Yeah, no, I love it. Well, regardless, okay, so anybody that... Yeah. Anybody, hey, how are you guys doing today? My name's Noah. <laughs> Oh, I have to do this to everyone. Don't worry, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. I can't help it. Who, who doesn't hate a high five? There's only like, if, if, I'm sorry, if you don't want to give up a person a high five. Everyone gets excited to, when you get a high five. Yeah. You're an asshole if you don't want that. Maybe yeah. not right now during the pandemic. Maybe people might be a little standoffish. But usually everyone loves a high five. Yeah. Dude, now, but everyone goes to the elbows now. They're like, okay, yeah, not just the same elbow. Yeah, yeah, it's not as fun. Yeah. But dude, it's something like that. You're, you're like a dog. The COVID high five. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Was that all of them? Was that the last one? That's it. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. I say we 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 did pretty well there. You know, like uh, we kind of all came to senses. Dude, those uh, were all pretty justified reasons for our choices. So yeah, we had a reason. We we had a cause, and we stuck to it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, still going with birds for sure. Birds attacking. You know, or yeah, dogs attacking. Sorry, yeah, dog. No, yeah. But did I say birds? No, I said birds. Yeah, I you birds said birds. I, I I'm going with I'm going with dogs for sure. That was the April Podcast, you guys. Like, share, comment, and subscribe. And if you disliked it, double-click that dislike button. We are out. (laughs) Double-click it.